In today's show, we've got news about Disney's very merriest after-hours parties coming to the Magic Kingdom. Space 220 Restaurant actually will be lifting off at Epcot. Uh, dining and dessert packages are coming to the Oogie Boogie Bash. Headline news, meetups, trivia, and oh, so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome. So glad that you were here. We're excited that you have decided to join us or listen. Hey, if you're not doing anything on Monday nights at 8 p.m., you can watch us live, facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Um, before we get too far into it, we definitely want to thank our sponsors, which is the Destinations Travel. Uh, those guys are amazing. There's so much going on in the world right now. Travel is kind of opening up but there's still a lot of things up in the air. So the best thing to do is contact one of our good buddies over at Destination Travel because they can keep up with what's uh, the latest and greatest is happening as far as what is and is not available for travel. Uh, they can save you a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of money and frustration, and it doesn't cost you a dime. So my friends, why wouldn't you? Uh, to visit them, the best way to do that is to go to DisneyParksPodcast.com. There's a very short little survey asking you what you'd like to do and how they could best help you. And you submit that, and then someone from Destinations will get in touch with you in the way that you would prefer uh, very shortly. And uh, you go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel. You can do that and uh, you visit our friends or Destinations to Travel, one of the best travel agencies uh, in the world. And remember, it doesn't cost you a dime, so why wouldn't you? All right? Sounds good. Um, how you doing, T? Uh, doing good. How about you? Hanging in? Good, 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 yeah. good. Living the COVID dream? Uh, yeah, aren't we all? So you went to the uh, the Riviera this weekend, right? Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. My uh, brother was staying there, so I went and saw a two-bedroom, a premier view, two-bedroom lockout. Mm. Um, nice room. Lots of bathrooms, lots of showers. Uh, like one side is a double bathroom. It's got a shower, a uh, full shower on one side and a full tub on the other side. So it was kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, the beds are now, off the ground. They got nice big drawers for storing things. Yeah. Uh, forgive me for asking. Did you stay there or are you just visiting? No, I was just visiting. Yeah, they're staying. I was visiting. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I have a place I can stay at. <laughs> I know. Yes, very local. Very, <laughs> yeah, very local. But, very. you know, it's nice to get away. Sure, know? sure. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> to do a little staycation. I did that in January there. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Thanks Absolutely. to our friends at Destinations Travel. That's, a, that's travel, yeah, yeah, as I did as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I didn't do anything really major Disney this week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Watched some Disney Plus, checked yeah. out the new What If?, um, but I didn't. I didn't really go anywhere. This weekend was. Uh, we were definitely planned a weekend away. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we were doing. But we did get to hang out with one of our good Disney friends uh, up in uh, Jacksonville. So that was kind of Disney. Yeah. Uh, by that we know only through Disney. So that was right. kind of cool. Hang out with her, and cool. uh, so 
that's what that's what we did this weekend yeah. uh if you feel like it in the comments go ahead and put in what you did this weekend if you did mm-hmm. anything did we'd love to hear it and i'll just go ahead and answer this one question in the chat room the guacamole at plancha is not spicy nor is the guacamole over at rocco's yeah. tacos yeah right i think you could uh well uh the table side at rocco's you can tell them whether you want it mild medium or we i think we got medium or spicy and they'll spice it up or turn it down uh plancha i think they'll do the same i think they'll ask they'll just probably throw tabasco in it if you want it spicy (laughs) or some some chopped up yeah yes yeah yeah i've never had it that spicy and i don't like spicy food so neither have i yep all right so i would like to taste my dinner you know I, I do as well. I like to taste my food as opposed to just enduring it. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, nothing. All right. Well, there's nothing else we can do then but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Now, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade, fireworks and more, all coming to Disney's Very Merriest After Hours Party at the Magic Kingdom. With twinkling lights, festive decor, magical celebrations will absolutely fill the Magic Kingdom Park when Disney's very merriest after-hours parties begins. The event will take place on 24 select nights, November 8th through December 21st, from 9 p.m. until 1 a.m. This year's holiday celebration coincides with the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary, the world's most magical celebration. Uh, and we cannot wait to unwrap all the festive fun. So uh, we will post the event dates on the the DisneyParksPodcast.com, but it's all throughout the month of November and all throughout the month of December. It's pretty much like two days on, two days off kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you, you'd probably be able to find a date there. Uh, Disney's very excited to let everyone know that the very merriest after hours party will include the nighttime spectacular Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks and the special holiday themed parade once upon a Christmas time parade parade in the sentence that says parade. Wow. Uh, that's right. A parade. Uh, Mickey Mouse. And Not Minnie a cavalcade. Mouse, a parade. Uh, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse will be joined by other pals from Disney's Frozen and many other favorites, uh, including the very popular Toy Soldiers. The festival parade will, of course, also feature Santa Claus. Um, tickets for the festival, excuse me, tickets for the festive four-hour Disney Very Merriest After Hours Party just rolls off the tongue, boys and girls. Uh, will grant admission to the Magic Kingdom Park as early as 7 p.m., giving guests more time to enjoy some of their favorite Magic Kingdom attractions. They can also take in some iridescent magic that will be part of the world's most magical celebration. Brand new fireworks spectacular Disney enchantment to the transformation of Cinderella Castle into a beacon of magic, all in honor of the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. And yes, that means guests could be able to experience two, count them, two, unique and different fireworks shows in one night that's not all folks there's some additional details here on what you can expect during the limited capacity separately ticketed event holiday attraction overlays are also making a comeback jungle cruise transforms into the jingle cruise and monsters inc laugh floor will get new jokes performed for the joyful season sites of disney characters throughout the park all dressed in their holiday finest 
won't be hugging you. Nope. Wow, guests are walking down Main Street USA. They should be look up into the night sky uh, to catch some magical snowfall. Don't eat it, kids. It's soap. It's not good. Uh, guests can dance and boogie the night away at a themed club tinsel downtown uh, club tinsel dance party at Tomorrowland. I can't read. Uh, guests can enjoy complimentary snacks like ice cream novelties and popcorn, seasonal treats, and selected bottle beverages. Uh, special holiday foods and drinks will be available for purchase. Disney Photo Pass will offer holiday magic shots throughout the night. Tickets go on sale August 20th and can be purchased online or by calling for. 407-939-7947. Guests of Disney Resort Hotels, Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Hotels, as well as Shades of Green at Walt Disney World Resort can book their tickets as early as August 17th. Ticket price ranges from $169 to $229 per plus tax. Holy shit. Tickets range from $169 to $229. It's not that off, far off from a Christmas party. For select November to December 9th and $249 plus tax on December 19th and 21st. Uh, these dated event tickets do not require an additional day theme park ticket or Disney Park Pass theme park reservation. The two yeah. best parts are right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 169 to 229 I guess that's not yeah. horrible. Yeah. But that's going to be... When I when I buy the Christmas party and then I throw on the, you know, Tony's thing, it's not that far off from the 169. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your so. situation is going to be changing this year, I think. We may uh, book this. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know when, because I think, I mean, I think we could probably do it too. It'd be nice to have yeah. something Christmas. Yeah, but so, yeah, we're going home for Christmas this year. Yeah, so the first couple of uh, Halloween parties have happened already, and I've heard that the crowds were pretty moderate. Now they could be moderate because who wants to go to Chris uh, Halloween party in August? <laughs> now I know the media or the social media uh, went, and they were saying that it was you know not that bad. The crowds were, but you know they can walk on most anything, but. Once again, was it just the social media that was invited or was it social media and the public? I right. assume both because, you know, they want to get reaction or you right. know get the feel of, you know, what it's like. So um, anyway, we'll see. I uh, yeah, I'm going to see what dates we're going to do. Uh, tickets go on sale Friday, I think. Yes, mm -hmm. this Friday or next Friday. This right. Friday. Yep. Yeah. So going to give it a it's shot. A yep. Okay, uh, if you don't follow Zach Ridley on uh, Instagram, uh, shame on you, because he's been posting a lot of interesting content of late. Yeah. <laughs> One was a walkthrough of the Space 220 restaurant, which is the only glimpse of the inside, a real, not artist yeah. rendering, yeah. view of the inside. Uh, and Space 220 is lifting off this September, so... Are you ready for an out of this world? World, 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 world. <laughs> I, I, I think I. Out of this world, world, world. Mm, close. Uh, close. Uh, then prepare yourself for liftoff because Space 220 is actually going to open. Words I thought I would never say. 
<laughs> They're going to begin service in mid-September. Another milestone in the transformation of Epcot is underway at Walt Disney World. The Space 220 restaurant is located adjacent to Mission Space Attraction and takes fine dining to a whole new level. The immersive experience begins as guests check in to the Space 220 Departure Lounge in Future World. From here, guests will board one of two space elevators that will transport them to what seems like 220 miles above the Earth to a Centaurian space station. As, as guests begin their ascent, they will look down through a viewport to see Epcot shrink away looking up. They'll see the space station come. So if you look up, then you can see the space station. You look down, you'll see Epcot. Very interesting. Then once, you pee. Yeah. Once, yeah. <laughs> then you throw up your dinner. Uh, once guests have docked, they will then head through the Centurion Space Station themed dining area. Inside the dining area, guests will experience a panoramic view of Earth below and a variety of work and leisure activities taking place beyond the windows of the space station themed restaurants. And these views are just part of the experience. Disney Imagineers is excited to have created this experience for the executive chef, Mark Kush. We'll see how long he stays and if we get a new one before this opens. Uh, to showcase his culinary wonders, uh, the Space 220 restaurant menu will feature stellar, get it, stellar dishes oh. and gourmet recipes with a two-course price-fixed meal uh, for lunch and a three course price fixed dinner. I don't like when they price fix dinners, Disney. The upscale contemporary fair will bring new meanings to the height of dining. So, you mean we're not going to get tang and freeze dried ice cream? Apparently not. <laughs> Damn. Uh, rounding out the meal will be unique beverages from fine wine to at. at, at that's tang. Tang and cocktails. <laughs> Epcot is defined by original stories that inspire. The 220 restaurant is another big milestone on the ongoing historic transformation of happening now at Epcot and will be part of the celebration of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. Stay tuned for more details. I've already tried booking and I it's not out yeah. there yet. By the way, I think you're looking for a setting 13. Okay. In the world. That one. Uh, second thing is, uh, hey, NASA's been faking space for years. I'm shocked that, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure they're borrowing the same technology that they're using over at the Star Wars Galactic uh, <laughs> Hotel as well. I was just, uh, you know, when I saw Zach's video, he's just. Happy to see glass on windows. Yeah. <laughs> I was ecstatic. Oh, look. Oh, my God. There's glass. Yeah, or, I heard that was a bit of an issue. Or or was that just plastic sheets? Who knows? Who knows? Could you hear the... Yeah. <laughs> Could you hear it? No. Uh, this is where uh, glass will go. This is, I saw a sign yeah. that said, this is where glass will go. 
Oh, that's great. Uh, next up, the wonderfully wicked dining and dinner packages are coming to the Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party at Disney California Adventure. So get ready to make the uh, experience during Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party at Disney California Adventure, extra special with the addition of a dining or dessert package. The ghost hosts of this not-so-scary spectacular are inviting all to join the festivities with a supernaturally scrumptious meal of dreadfully delightful dessert buffet, followed by uh, reserved viewing for the frightfully fun parade. Man, it's a good thing I'm a professional broadcaster. As a reminder, the Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party, is a separate event after park hours event on select nights beginning September 9th through October 31st. If guests haven't purchased their Oogie Boogie Bash tickets, be sure to do so now before they're gone. Limited tickets are still available at Disneyland.com forward slash Oogie Boogie Bash. With Wine Country uh, Trattoria Oogie Boogie Bash Parade Dining. Yes, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight words. Uh, you could dine on a deluxe, a delicious three-course meal, starter, entree, and dessert at Wine Country Trattoria prior to the parade, and then head over to a reserved standing view area to witness the magic and mayhem of the frightfully fun parade during the Oogie Boogie Bash party nights. Wine Country Trattoria Oogie Boogie Bash Parade Dining. God bless. It's amazing. For, is a, is available for lunch and dinner prior uh excuse me lunch and dinner on party dates during the mix in party time the children's meal includes an oogie boogie popcorn bucket also available for adults for an extra charge uh reservations for dining at the restaurant can be made at wine country trattoria on any date of the oogie boogie bash subject to availability upon arrival guests should let the host know that they want to upgrade to this dining experience which is uh, subject to availability and must be made in person. Oogie Boogie Bash tickets are required for this dining package and, and will unite with the uh, Sonoma Terrace Oogie Boogie Bash dessert party with some terrifyingly terrific Halloween treats along the reserve uh, res- reserved viewing for Frightly Fun Parade. Jesus. Uh, with this package, feast on an impressive selection of hauntingly scrumptious desserts and beverages i'm going to find who wrote this press release and i'm going to punch them square in the face sonoma terrace oogie boogie bash dessert party is available twice per night beginning at 7 p.m and again at 9 30 p.m during party nights children ages two and under may attend free of charge provided that they are seated on the lap of an adult Advanced reservations are recommended and can be booked online up to 60 days prior to a visit at Disneyland.com forward slash dining. Oogie Boogie Bash tickets are required for booking and will need to be shown for verification when arriving at verification again for uh, when you arrive at the location. Dining reservations for Sonoma Terrace Oogie Boogie Bash Dessert Party Package will be available August 11th. So they're already available. Get them while they're hot. You should have just called it the OBBD. No, because then I'd be like, what the heck's that, John? And I'd be like, I have no idea. 
Jeez, Pete. That's a lot of oogie boogie in a lot of oogie boogie paragraphs. Well, the problem with that is, is like verification uh, when arriving at the location. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Oogie boogie bash, and you say all those things together, and it's then they throw in the puns. Right. If you've ever thought about being a podcaster, please do. Just don't do Disney podcasts because they are crazy with the puns. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like in the first time in forever they've been trying to say that. <laughs> I know my mouth is tired. All Maybe right, let's talk up. about some key takeaways from Disney's Q3 2021 earnings call. So some of these are interesting. You may uh, want to pay attention. Uh, the continued growth and success that Disney Plus and the other streaming services were on full display during the call. Uh, overall revenue on the quarter came in at a hundred... Uh, Excuse me. At seventeen point zero two billion dollars, slightly above expected estimates of sixteen point seven six billion. Disney Parks Experience and Products also saw a first profitable quarter since the pandemic started, with revenue in this division for Q three at four point three billion as compared to one point one billion last year. Uh, this growth is strongly related to all domestic and international Disney parks actually being open look at that see what happens when you open a theme park they shall come this is a quote from our dear friend mr chapik <laughs> we ended the third quarter in a strong position and are pleased with the company's trajectory as we grow our business amidst the ongoing challenges of the pandemic said bob chapik executive uh, executive officer of the Walt Disney Company continue with a quote we continue to introduce exciting new experiences at our parks and our resorts worldwide along with new guest centric services and their direct to consumer business is performing very well with a total of nearly 174 million subscribers across Disney Plus ESPN Plus and Hulu at the end of the quarter and a host of new content coming soon. Yep. Mm. I'm going to stop for one second. Because I saw a quote that he just posted uh, not that long ago that Bob says, <clears throat> Disney Plus, ESPN, and Hulu is not the best bundle of streaming services out there. Really? What is, in his opinion? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, apparently, Bob doesn't subscribe to Disney Plus. <laughs> he doesn't have to. I mean, he yeah. gets it for free. Yeah. Well, sure. I don't know. Maybe he had to give up his main gate pass to get it for free. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> all my oh, all Disney oh, cast friends are rolling their eyes right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob, uh, Bob, yeah, we can get you the subscription to Disney Plus, yeah, but you have to give up your main gate. I don't know how you feel. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. All right, so here are some uh, great takeaways, noteworthy takeaways. Uh, Disney mm -hmm. Plus exceeded its subscriber expectation of $112.8 million for Q3 2021 by ending the quarter with 116 million subscribers worldwide. Across all streaming services, this included Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus, and the company's quickly approaching 175 million total subscribers uh, customers worldwide. Now, I wonder if this also includes that Star Disney Star Plus service in the countries that they don't have Hulu. When they say Hulu, is that bundled in there with all those other? I don't know. That's I don't know. 
I don't know if they'll tell us either. Uh, they don't like telling those, those numbers. The only time they release those numbers is on this call. Anyway, uh, Disney Cruise Line saw a strong success in Q3 based on strong fall 2022 bookings centered around the all-new Disney Wish, which is still on track for completion in the summer of 2022. So that's an odd statement because it's really just future, you know, uh, you know, First of all, the ship has to get done on time. And second of all, those people all have to still be willing to, you know, take the cruise. So, you know, don't count that money until it's actually used. Uh, Walt Disney World capacity levels through uh, Q3 2021 were at or near capacity levels, which gradually increased uh, during the quarter. Yeah, shocking. Very interesting statement. Still no numbers on what that actually means. Right? Yeah, you're not going to get those numbers. We didn't get those numbers in the pandemic. No. Uh, We learned a bit uh, about the upcoming launch of Disney Genie uh, with promises of more information to come very soon. This is a quote. The goal of this user-friendly app is to create a better, more personalized, and customized experience for guests, putting them in control, providing them even greater flexibility and choice. Uh, they will be able to spend less time waiting in lines and figuring out what attractions and dining options are available and more time having fun, said Bob Chappick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I know is annual passes and fast pass announcement is will be coming soon within the next two weeks, I believe, mm-hmm. or, or there shortly after. And there are going to be seven different levels of fast passes seven the seven levels of hell comes to mind (laughs) and as one person uh put it is are these levels just to confuse the hell out of the consumer right to you know when a dad gets frustrated he'll just say listen here's five hundred dollars tell me how i can get on these things the quickest with the shortest wait. just tell me what that costs I don't need to know what the levels are. Just tell me how I get on them as quickly as possible. Uh, I don't. I don't understand for fast passes. Hmm. Uh, why there has to be so many? Why? Why do we need seven yeah. different? I'll levels? get the whole information and then we can talk about it. That could be a whole show. Yes, it could be a whole show. Could be you a whole know, show. I just don't. I don't understand the thought process. I mean, I understand the way Disney does certain things, but I don't understand the thought process behind, hey, we want to do this app to make it more enjoyable for the guests. They're going to spend more time enjoying themselves on vacation. They're going to spend more time enjoying themselves in the theme park. So we're going to make this easier and less complex, which is a bullcrap statement because, you know, it's going to be complex as I'll get out. I think the genie thing, if you remove fast passes from the equation, the genie app will make things easier, allegedly, based right. on what we know so far. We don't know the whole story yet. So my point was, you know, in one statement, they're saying, well, we're trying to do this to make it a little bit more convenient so you can have more fun. And then they turn around with a boneheaded statement saying, we're going to have seven levels of fast passes. Mm-hmm. Seven levels of fast pass mm-hmm. and is the the top tier going to be like 
you can have a rolling 10 fast passes. No, it's going to be like a rolling six. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or whatever that they got over Hollywood, California. No, Go it's, worse, it's worse than theirs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, during the question and answer portion of the presentation, it was asked uh, what effects the current COVID variant uh, concerns were having on parks and resorts. Chapek stated that the overall booking trends and attendance uh, continued to be strong and the only long-term effect uh, continues to be convention cancellations. Yep. So that sounds good. Uh, currently, 70% of all hotel rooms... Not in the hospitality industry, it's not. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Well, they are in the hospitality industry. <laughs> currently, 70% of all hotel rooms are open at Walt Disney World with plans to get to 100% by the end of the year. Or by October 1st, whichever comes first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You so, know, and that's the thing. I mean, you know... You, you, those rooms would be filled with convention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, the people are not, I mean, I know of several large resorts in the area that certain people that we are very close to work at who are mm-hmm. struggling. Yeah. You know, the people yeah. are, are, it just, I don't know. People, people are so desperate for Disney and I understand. Mm. I mean, the they same- had Megacon this weekend in Orlando. What? Couldn't you have a convention? Oh wait, that is a convention. Hold on, never mind. Never mind. I was talking crazy. Yeah, it was a convention. How big of a convention was that? I think was it was that pretty big. Convention center. Yeah, yeah, Orange County Convention Center, Mexico. <laughs> That's part of the reason why it was so busy on Saturday night when we were down on I Drive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, I won't say it. I won't piss people off. Think about who goes to Megacon. Yes, I know. Versus who goes to conventions. Okay. So it's a thought. It's the same people that are going to stay in the Galactic Hotel. Truth. Uh, it's fascinating. I mean, I I would love to be a fly in the wall in the behind the scenes meetings leading up to this yeah. this this call. But uh, anywho, what do you guys think about that? Leave us a comment. Uh, all right. So if you'd like to support the show, we do have a very unique take on Disney. We love it passionately, which is our downfall. <laughs> but if you'd like to support the show and you'd like to keep us on air and keep us free, please go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, we want to thank all of our longtime contributors, James, David, and Willie. Uh, we've got several levels of shows uh, that you could get several levels of support, which uh, gives you access to up to three shows a week extra. Plus, we have uh, a reward system. If you know anything about Patreon, for every level of support, you get uh, uh, more and more really cool Disney swag items. Plus, uh, there is a level where you can get all of the shows, all the swag, and uh, you can get a Disney by the Numbers t-shirt sent to you. And if you want to pay for the year in advance, you could do that too and save an additional 10%. So guys, please go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Uh, help support the show. Keep us on there. We would love uh, to uh, to have you join the Patreon family. Plus, we do a show every Monday at 7 p.m. just for our Patreon family. So uh, you could go to like it says on the screen, or you can go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash Patreon. All right, sounds good. 
All right. Uh, next up, uh, we have a meetup coming December 11th. Please mark your calendars. It's our uh, annual Christmas crawl. Uh, we'll start the contemporary and go, you know, have drinks and food and see Christmas trees and eat gingerbread and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. come mark your calendars uh, December 11th. Uh, when we get closer to that, we'll tell you more detailed information. All right, last week we had a trivia question, John, and it was this. Hmm. What was the name of Maleficent's pet raven? Uh, was it like uh, Satan or Beelzebub or... Uh, no. How about Diablo? Yes, Diablo sounds good as well. Excellent. Good guess. Doesn't, uh, <laughs> doesn't that take place in... in, in uh... In Europe? Yeah, probably. Spain, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I wonder how they got the name Diablo. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, Doug is the winner, and as we like to say, Doug, it's in the mail. This week's trivia question is this. Hmm. How many brothers does Prince Hans of the Southern Isles have in the movie Frozen? If you think you know the right answer, send it to Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail. Dot com. Well, there's Don Han, Don Juan, Don Juan Han, Juan Tan Han. I don't know. I'm just making up. Like a, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. All right. Not. I actually have seen Frozen a, a time or two. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of questions, do you like cold brew coffee, Tony? Are you a yeah. cold brew person? Do you like I it? Do. I do like cold brew coffee. I do as well. Uh, I like cold brew. I like nitro cold brew. Yep. Uh, I like nitro beer. Right. Uh, all that stuff is is cool. I think yep. so. I'm very excited because Gideon's Bakehouse has now uh, released their cookies and cream nitro cold brew uh, daily. Ooh. Gideon's Bakehouse. Why was it just on special occasions or something? Oh yeah, it was previously. It was just a special. Right. Uh, occasion uh, as if the line to the Gideon's Bakehouse wasn't long enough uh, suppose you've ever had the chance to enjoy a delicious peanut butter cold brew which is stellar uh, exclusively available at Gideon's Bakehouse here at Disney Springs in that case you should be excited to know that an exceptional dessert coffee has recently been added to the daily offerings it's uh, perfected the recipe for their cookies and cream nitro cold brew and is now being offered each and every day. Uh, this recipe includes locally roasted cold brew and actual cookies with no store-bought syrups. Wow. Uh, additionally, Gideon's recently announced that they will have an, uh, added a second hot cookie hour to their daily schedule. In case you're not really aware what that is, during the hot cookie hour, you can purchase a chocolate chip cookie straight from the oven with a scoop of locally made malted vanilla ice cream on top. Oh, gosh. I will do things that no man should for a hot Gideon's cookie and ice cream on top. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not proud of it, but I, I do it. Uh, and as if that wasn't enough, Gideon's introduced a new character named Signore Pipistrello. Uh, you can now read all about this curious fellow over at uh, over on the at Gideon's Bakehouse Instagram page 
As the story goes, he only emerges at night, but has a huge desire to try the coffee cake cookie, which is only available in the mornings until it sells out each day. So he's never enjoyed its deliciousness. So in honor of Pipistrello, Gideon's has created a new dark coffee cake cookie that combines the love of chocolate with their original coffee cake cookie. The dark coffee cake cookie it's made with a chocolate cookie base instead of a vanilla butter dough and is available exclusively at Gideon strictly after the sun goes down. This place is just literally printing money. Right. Right. God love those people. They're doing yeah. the Lord's work. <laughs> There's always a line. Always a line. Yeah. yeah. If they would go out public, I would invest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They should do that. Take on investors. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's talk about uh, more October dates added uh, to extended evening hours at Walt Disney World theme parks. Uh, two more dates have been added to the schedule for the upcoming extended evening hours at Walt Disney World theme parks beginning October 2021. October 25th and October 27th have been added to the previously announced dates in October, bringing the total to now 16 hours of extra time in the parks. And mm. those dates are now Monday, October 4th, Epcot, 10 to midnight. Wednesday, the October 6th, Magic Kingdom, 9 to 11. October 11th, Epcot, 10 to midnight. October 13th, Magic Kingdom, 9 to 11. Uh, October 18th, Epcot, 10 to midnight. October 20th, Magic Kingdom, 9 to 11. October 25th, Epcot, 10 to midnight, and October 27th, uh, MK, 9 to 11. Now, guests, staying at one of the Deluxe Resort or Deluxe Villa Resort hotels will be able to take part in this extended evening hours. This is not for everybody. You have to be staying at a Deluxe Resort to do this. Note that the guests will need to have a valid ticket or pass, annual pass, and a theme park reservation for the same park on the same day to experience both the early theme park entry and the extended evening. Okay, you got that? Have to have a ticket yep. and a theme park pass for the same day. So if you want to do the October 27th Magic Kingdom, you have to go to the Magic Kingdom, have that theme park uh, ticket as well as your thing. So, uh, I don't have to read this. It's it's every deluxe resort at Disney. Animal Kingdom, Board, Beach, all the way down to, you know, the villas at the Grand Floridian. So every DVC and every deluxe resort is on this list right now. Uh, yes. And uh, Right. And the other uh, ones that are on there, the Swan, the Dolphin, and the Swan Reserve, and Shades of Green. So they're oh, giving sorry. the uh, military uh, their chance to do that as well. So I didn't mean to ruin your surprise. What? I didn't mean to ruin the surprise for you. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry. so that's uh, it'll be interesting to see how these play out. Yeah. You know. Uh, you can file this one uh firmly in the rumor mill, but it's looking like that there's a second level entry and exit coming to the Magic Kingdom ferry boat. Hmm both good and bad so right. there's a lot of work going on around the magic kingdom ferry boat uh lending weight to the possibility that disney's adding an entry and exit point to the second level of the boats which would would 
be nice in a way. Uh, a new gangway is being prepared on the shore of the Seven Seas Lagoon, which has the same look as the gangways that currently lead to the ferry dotes from the dock. Uh, in addition, you can see some of the risers next to the gangway that would be needed to get to the same level of, uh, excuse me, the same height as the second level of the ferry. Now, here's the part that really I hate. Uh, on board the Admiral Joe Fowler, the front and rear standing areas alongside the cockpit have been removed. That breaks my heart because I love to stand out there yeah, uh, and watch the upcoming Magic Kingdom or watch it go away. Right. So uh, they've installed new gates right there. This would roughly mirror what's in place on the lower level of entry and exit. So uh, lastly, crews are also installing new pilings in the water between the boat docks that could be used to support the risers that would be needed uh, to enable the entry and exit from the second floor via the new gangway. Uh, guests exiting from the second level currently have to merge with the guests on the lower level, creating a bit of a bottleneck. Uh, and this new ca uh, capability would actually eliminate that. Uh, the concept of adding a second level entry and exit was rumored for a lot of a uh, long time, but it never came to fruition. So Disney is yet to confirm uh, these changes, but with the construction going on, it, it doesn't, doesn't fall uh, far from the realm of possibility, especially this would be ready for, say it with me now, the October 50th. 1st. Yep. The 50th anniversary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I think it's a great addition. I think. Depends if it's quicker. Can they get more people on faster and get more people off faster with two levels? Maybe. Yeah. But, you know, I, I will miss sitting on the front of the boat. You know. Yeah. I will. It's the, those memories. There's a lot of memories there. Yep. yep. All right. So uh, on the investors call, uh, Mr. Chapek spoke about uh, Walt Disney World's D uh, Disney Genie app, which is coming. Uh, so uh, let's start with Mr. Chapek's quote. We've made significant investments in sophisticated technology and tools, created a revolutionary new multi-tiered service we're calling Disney Genie. We're very, very excited about the new service. We'll be providing additional details soon. The goal of the user-friendly... <coughs> I, don't, I don't know if Disney knows what those words mean. User-friendly app is to create a better, more personalized, and customized experience for guests, putting them in control and providing even greater flexibility and choice. They will be able to spend less time waiting in lines and figuring out what attractions and dining options are available and more time having fun. Mm. He went on to say that My Magic Plus was sticking our toes in the pond of this type of transformational work. Disney Genie is a program on steroids. This hey is going to revolutionize the experience. Guests are going to spend less time waiting. Yeah, we got that. We're going to spend less time waiting, Bob. Thank you. Uh, it will dramatically improve guest experience that's going to make their navigation of their day and planning of their day much easier. Essentially, it is going to take a consumer preference that we note from our consumers, given what we note from them, meaning the data they've collected on you, 
and blended that with basically industrial engineering data, more data they've gathered on you, in terms mm -hmm. of how the park is operating that day and meld together to make suggestions on the fly that not only will lead to improved guest experiences and lead substantial commercial opportunities for us as the guest navigates their day. It certainly qualifies in mind for materially transformational impact on our business uh, from the yield standpoint. Now, what I know about this so far is it, you basically, if you make your dining reservations and where you're staying and what park you're going to, the Genie app will know that. And it might then pop up a message and say, hey, we noticed that you wanted to go on Space Mountain based on your preferences, but the wait there is very short. You can go on with little or no weights. Right. So that would eliminate you having to get a fast pass that this would know what your preferences are, know when your dining reservations are, and be able to say, hey, there's this pocket or window, and this attraction right now has this opportunity that you can go do this and, you know, go on and do that. Hmm. In theory, that sounds fantastic, right? Totally. Totally yeah. fantastic. In will theory. that will that work on Christmas Day when there's eight million people in the park? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> uh, so this was originally ba announced back in 2019. We've heard very little about the project uh, since, uh, but we expect to hear much more about this in the coming months. Uh, I think it's probably going to be out by the end of the year. If I was going to guess, if I was a guessing man, uh, because I think they're going to want to take advantage of this or give it a test twirl for the fiftieth. You know, uh, this is how Disney described the app back in 2019. Uh, Disney will uh, make planning easier and more fun by providing customized itineraries geared to your interest right at your fingertips from a royal princess themed day at the Magic Kingdom Park to a trip around a trip around the world of Epcot for foodies and even a perfect day for thrill seekers. Certain features of the Disney Genie will also be available through preferred uh, travel professionals. And also, there will be tiered levels of this, of how customized and, you know, how much you want to ride stuff. Mm -hmm. So, be prepared for that as well. Let me, let me point paint you a quick scenario. Okay. Let's just say that... This is an interesting thought exercise. Let's just say Disney eliminates any opportunity to purchase... You know, um, hard ticketed events or extra dining things. You know, anything anything extra other than a theme park ticket, uh, the fast pass thing, and um, maybe dining reservations for just regular restaurants. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, you you get there and your your genie says, "What do you want to do today?" I want to have a magical princess day with my daughter. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So here's your options. You can do a meet and greet at 9 a.m. with your favorite Disney princesses. We could schedule you a noon lunch with the Disney princesses mm -hmm. at the Cinderella's Royal, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. uh, then we could do a, uh, you know, you could, you could ride this, you could do this, you could do this. You know, they could give you the fast passes for all the rides. And if you want, you could do a one-day 
photo shot thing, whatever they, I'm sorry. I don't remember all the nomenclature. Yeah. It's kind of a long day and my brain's starting to shut down, but, um, you could do the one day photo thing. So you don't have to worry about getting all the pictures. Right. All the pictures of you and your daughter are going to be on your phone and we'll even throw in some extra magic shots as well. Sound good. Yes. That'll be, you know, $655 purchase. Right. That would be interesting. And from a standard quarter standpoint, I think that'd be awesome from a tech tech standpoint. That would be cool. But, uh, I would think that Disney would want to do something like that. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. If they can control everything the way they can control it. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You know, between this and the fast pass and, uh, it, it's just, you know, it's going to get, it's going to get a little mucky. It's going to get a little interesting on, you know, how much money do I have to throw with this to, you know, if I spend $125 to get into the park and then I got to buy fast passes and then I got to buy some kind of genie experience. So what's my total ticket cost? You know, what's, what's my price to play? You know, now what, what does, what does having magical memories with your fat family What's that really worth to you? Right, right. You know, I think Disney's gone so long with, you know, the locals going in and out all the time Mm -hmm. and the missed revenue opportunities and the lack of control for how many people are in and not in the parks that this this is a boom time for Disney. Yeah. Because they could seize a ton of control. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that they could seize so much control and they could literally do what they do best, which is lovingly, magically squeeze every ounce of money they can out of every guest. Mm-hmm. Well, the last two years, what are the two jobs that I've said that Disney's been hiring like crazy? Data scientists. Right. And data engineers. And they're putting all your data to use now. Yeah, you know, and uh, unfortunately, they're putting your data to use, and they're going to make you pay to use that data. <laughs> Hatch you, God bless you, <laughs> and God bless you. <laughs> okay, nothing. Then they won't come out. Okay. Uh, all right, Disneyland Paris is promoting glass recycling in spain uh to demonstrate its commitment to sustainable waste management extending beyond uh its address in marne la ville i can't even in paris uh disneyland paris has collaborated with echo vidrio a nonprofit organization responsible for glass recycling in spain for a one-of-a-kind awareness raising campaign Uh, With this initiative, we want to bring the magic of recycling to the young and not-so-old members of the household. How is recycling magical? Because it goes in a bin and magically becomes something else. Sure it does. Uh, (laughs) uh, Continues on, at a time when consumption is on the rise during the summer, we must not forget that small gestures such as going to one's green garbage can every day helps a great deal in our fight against climate change. 
the Disneyland Paris recycling campaign, quote, dreams matter more than ever, dot, dot, dot. So does glass recycling, exclamation point, end quote, helps to raise awareness of the importance of recycling in a fun way by positioning more than 120 glass recycling points representing popular Disney, Marvel, and Pixar characters in the streets of 17 major Spanish cities. Disney's commitment to the environment is a tradition in our company which began in Walt Disney himself and which we continue every day, said Laurie Glatron, uh, general manager of Disneyland Paris for Spain and Portugal. Uh, it's our duty as a leading entertainment company to inspire the entire community, especially children, and we are very excited about this project across so many Spanish cities this summer. Cool. So very interesting. That's, that's fascinating. Right. Hey, Minnie's Halloween Dine is returning to Hollywood and Vine at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, so Minnie's Hollywood Dine returns to Hollywood and Vine this week at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios, part of the restaurant's seasonal dining program. Minnie and her friends will be dressed in Halloween costumes from August 10th through November 3rd. Uh, the restaurant is still offering a modified character dining experience. That means the characters wave at you. Uh, with characters not stopping at tables and remaining at a safe distance in the middle of the restaurant. Currently, pricing for this is $55 for an adult. It's a price-fixed uh, dinner. And $36 for kids 3 to 9, plus tax and gratuity. And includes a family-style salad, followed by your choice of entree and dessert. Ooh, exciting. $55 for an entree dessert and a family style salad you better be eating a crap ton of salad oh you probably only get one though probably probably ah yeah. it's crazy remember when it used to be an all you can eat oh yeah well you know uh, Magic Kingdom Vice President Melissa Villaquette is that is that how she pronounced her I, name I think so Valiquette, uh comments on the progress being made on the reimagining of Splash Mountain at Walt Disney World. In a recent podcast with the Orlando Sentinel, new Magic Kingdom Vice President Melissa Valiquette, uh gave an update on the progress being made on the reimagining of Splash Mountain. No further information on the reimagining of Splash Mountain has been released by Disney since the original announcement uh, for the plans back in June of 2020. So, these comments by the Magic Kingdom Vice President are the first we've heard in more than a year. Melissa said, and I quote, We are reimagining a new attraction or a new area for our parks. Uh, this can be a lengthy process. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Uh, I'm in a lot of meetings right now around Splash Mountain, and of course, our guests haven't seen any changes yet. That's going to take some time, but the sequence of these things is that sometimes decisions can be made many, many months, even years before any of that can be seen on stage. So it's going to take us a little bit of time to reimagine Splash Mountain. But I could tell you behind the scenes that terrific work has been done, including some selections around music, uh, around animatronics, and it's really an inspiring story. They've created something that I believe will capitalize on what was already special about the ride, Splash Mountain. How? How's that possible? 
uh, but will turn into something that our guests will really cherish for generations into the future. And I think that this is one example of something that where our guests are going to have to put a bit of trust in us, but for a bit, because we pr promise not to let, tell you, let you down, excuse me, we're going to deliver a wonderful attraction that's inspiring and beautiful and worthy of this princess, Princess Tiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a backstory based on the controversial 1946 classic Disney movie Song of the South, there's been strong calls for Disney to change the hugely popular flume ride. Disney says that the new concept is inclusive, one that all our guests can connect with and be inspired by, and it speaks to the diversity of the millions of people who visit our parks each year. The project will be led by uh, Sharita Carter, yeah. who most recently worked on the Mickey Mouse Runaway Railway. Splash Mountain creator Tony Baxter will serve as a creative advisor for the makeover. A timeline for the closure and reopening has yet to be announced as Splash Mountain is currently open to guests. Yeah. They just put up a scaffolding all around one portion of it, too. So they must be getting close to getting it closed, is my guess. If it's so much of a problem, close the ride. Yeah. Close the ride. Take the signage down. Mm -hmm. Just if it's a problem, take it down. And I can I get the list of those people that have complained to you, please. You know, Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus was popular prior to that movie, and outside of the one or two songs, uh, I I don't really think about the movie Song of the South. I think mm -hmm. about the Uncle Remus stories. Wow. I read them as a kid. And I just, just, if it's such a problem, close the ride. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, and, and for you out there who are screaming bloody murder right now, mm -hmm. forgive me. I, I, I don't mean to be insensitive because I know there's a lot of, a lot of, this is very touchy. And, and I am with you. If you're offended by Splash Mountain, I am joining with you. Close the ride. Right. Close it. Stop it. Because Disney is playing both sides of the coin. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to change it, but we have to keep it open because that's what guests want. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It's crazy. It'll be interesting. Yeah. All right, you ready? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta get that out of my stomach. Hey, kids, how about a little headline news? And now the headline news. All right, so uh, Disneyland Resort is uh, reopening their new Tenya Stone Spa at Disney's Grand California Hotel, September sixteenth. So if you're in the California area, you can now get a spa treatment. Uh, you can reach the next level with Joffrey's Coffee Truck and the new movie Free Guy at Disney Springs. So right outside the AMC theaters is a coffee truck uh, that's skinned with uh, Free Guy on it. Mm. And you have to watch the movie to know why a coffee truck. Uh, <laughs> more structures are being added to the Tron Light Cycle Run site over at the Magic Kingdom. They seem to be building stuff now outside the building. We don't know what that is yet. We'll find out soon, I'm sure. Uh, refurbishment scrims have begun to come down on the park side 
facing of the Main Street Railroad Station. Please, open this up by the 50th, for the <laughs> love of baby Jesus. Come on. You have to have a train running for the 50th anniversary. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to make it a park no, without a train? It's on Tron, man. What? Tron, problem. I don't care. Open it. You know, we don't. We could see the construction anyway. You can see it a mile away. You can see it from space. Who cares? Anyway, uh, hey, the Stitch Fab 50 character sculpture is coming to the Magic Kingdom, John. Those Very little gold guys. Not, yeah. not a moment too soon. Yeah, yeah. And this is a very interesting news that Cirque du Soleil, Drawn to Life, could debut, could, November 18th. I am shocked. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm shocked. I hope it comes back earlier, but I'll take November 18th. Yeah. You know, um... I wonder what they did with people that bought tickets. I assume they just rescheduled them for some future date show. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I'll be, I'll be, I want to go see that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I love, I love Cirque shows and I think they're yeah. amazing. I can't wait. Can't wait to go. It'll be very interesting. Plus with the Disney overlay on it, how could you not want to? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thinking. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of the show. If you're not doing anything on Mondays at 8 p.m., come join us. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash W. Sorry, wrong show. Uh, go to Facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on uh, YouTube and Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast. Join us on our website. Join us on our website, uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com, for our show archives, blog posts, links to our amazing friends and our sponsors' uh, destinations to travel. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel to uh, to take a quick little survey. Someone to destin- from destinations to travel will reach out to you. If you want to support the show, please go to Patreon.com forward slash DisneyParksPodcast. That's a great way to keep us going, keep us on the air. We do stuff all throughout the year. and We want to uh, uh, grow our family over at Patreon. Uh, we do a special show every Monday night at 7 p.m. just for them. It's live, too, so you can be a part of that as well. Anything else you want to add, Uncle Tony? No, no. Go out there and have fun, baby. Guys, have a great rest of your week. Thanks so much. And if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 